Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everybody, welcome into another exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey over the course of the next hour. And we've got a lot to cover. The Panthers are on the road this weekend. Today, 12.30 Eastern, noon, Panthers preview across the radio network. Panthers on the road to take on the New Jersey Devils. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock, the Panthers in Buffalo to take on the Sabres. We'll be on the air with Panthers preview at 12.30 across the radio network. So a quick two-game road trip. Today in New Jersey, tomorrow in Buffalo, both matinee games. You don't want to miss those. Then the Panthers, of course, come back home. Tuesday at 7 against the Toronto Maple Leafs, a big Atlantic Division matchup. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. So that's what lies ahead for the Panthers here in this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Coming up in just a moment, we will recap the week that was. Two home games, two wins for the Panthers this week. We'll tell you all about that coming up in just a moment. The Panthers, of course, getting set for this weekend on the road. We'll get some thoughts from Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette coming up later on this segment as they look to take on couple of teams that aren't in the playoff mix, but teams that are in transition with some young players, lots of skill, dangerous opponents. We'll get some thoughts from Andrew Burnett coming up here in just a moment. Coming up next segment from Bally Sports, Florida's Panthers coverage. Craig Minervini is going to stop by the program. We'll talk to him coming up next segment, get his thoughts on all things Florida Panthers, maybe even talk a little bit of pro wrestling with Craig. We'll see how things go coming up next segment. And then, of course, later on, on the show. We'll hear a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. Bill Lindsay, my broadcast partner on the Panthers radio network, kind enough to stop by this week's edition of Territory Talk, which you can find at floridapanthers.com slash territory talk or wherever you find your favorite podcast. We'll get to that coming up later on in segment number three. Well, I mentioned the Panthers were home for a couple of games this week and they picked up a couple of wins. Tuesday, the Panthers welcomed in the Montreal Canadiens, and the Panthers picked up a 7-4 victory. Here are the highlights as they aired across the Panthers radio network. Lewis Doreen and a short-handed chance heading in across Huberto. Backhand, he scores! A short-handed goal for Jonathan Huberto! And the Panthers have tied this game and won. What a feed from Lois Thurinen to spot Huberto, who goes upstairs with the backhand. Goes in front and jammed up by Achari. And standing his ground is Jake Allen. Now the puck played out front. A shot, they score, and it's Ryan Lomberg on a one-timer. Top shelf, the Panthers have a 2-1 lead. Goals in back-to-back games for Lomberg. Long shot, a rebound, and they score! And it's Sam Bennett on the doorstep right off the face off Bennett. 
Had one bounce his way off to the side of the net. He cashes in. The Panthers have a 3-1 lead. And the Canadians look to advance one. Hoffman, though, he couldn't get it out. Barkov in, looks in front of shot, and they score! And it's Lomberg again. He's got two tonight. And the Panthers get another one and take a 4-1 lead. He's bumped by Edmondson. The puck rolls free through the far circle, and Mike Hoffman gave it away. Lomberg down low, Bennett back door, and they score! And it's Huberto on the backhand! And the Panthers regain the lead. It's 5-4. And over on that far side of the ice, the Canadians can't get a clear. Bennett in front, and they score! Mason Marchman right out at the top of the goal crease. He gets the Panthers the multi-goal lead back at 6-4. Forsling. Takes over for the Panthers. Bank pass near side. Giroux on to Huberto. Pass on for Barkov, then toward the empty net. Barkov, and he scores on the empty net. The Panthers take a 7-4 lead. And this one goes deep into the Montreal end. The final seconds tick away. And the Florida Panthers return home after seven consecutive road games. And they pick up a win on home ice tonight over the Montreal Canadiens, 7-4. The final score, the Panthers. A convincing win tonight as they run away with it in the third period. 7-4 win for the Panthers over Montreal in the first half of their brief two-game homestand. That was back on Tuesday, Thursday night. The Panthers welcomed in the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Panthers picked up a 4-0 win. Here are the highlights from Thursday night's game. Gus Forsling looks up the ice for Carter Verhage. In he goes down to our left, dropped off for Forsling near circle. Barkov walks in, makes a move, and he scores! Alexander Barkov, that one will count. That's 30 on the year for the captain, and the Panthers have a 1-0 lead late in the first. Here's Kachukin on the near side. He can't push it down low. It's taken back by Joe Thornton. Ryan Lomberg into the offensive end. He's got a lane right side of the circle, and he scores! Ryan Lomberg! Weger, a pass on the right wing side too far for Bennett. And to our right, it's Bennett on the end boards catching up to it. Given now to Marchman. Pass in front, goes to the line. It's Forsling. Rashadi scores! And the Panthers take a 3-0 lead. Castilia lost his stick and Gus Forsling from the line. Let one rip through traffic. It beats the Chicago goaltender down low. And the Panthers have a three-goal advantage. Uberto into the high slot area. Looks over. One-timer and they score! And it's Barkov on the power play, on the five-on-three. He's got two tonight. And the Panthers take a four-nothing lead. Bennett across, fans to their feet. Here's Reinhardt with a shot. Puck deflects off to the far corner. In after it is Marchment over on the far side of the ice. Marchment out to the near point. Sherratt looks over for Gudis. Gudis to the far circle. It's Marchment. A shot, a blocker save made by Delia. And that's going to do it for this one. The Panthers, 4 nothing winners tonight at home over the Chicago Blackhawks. A 37-save shutout. First, Sergei Bobrovsky, two goals for Alexander Barkov. History made by Jonathan Huberto. And the Panthers come home for a pair of games, and they take them both tonight. They get it in convincing fashion, 4-0 over Chicago. A 4-0 win for the Panthers over the Chicago Blackhawks Thursday 
at FLA Live Arena. Congratulations to Panthers forward Jonathan Huberto, set an NHL record, his 71st assist this season, most assists in a single season by a left winger. Congratulations to Jonathan Huberto as he continues his monster season. Now we shift gears to the games coming up. Today, the Panthers kick off a two-game road trip in New Jersey. Yesterday after practice, here was Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette as he talked about this week's opponents, New Jersey today, Buffalo tomorrow being a couple of dangerous opponents both teams were playing for them that mold you know i think jersey uh we played them early in the year and, and i know they went through some some covid things and some injuries and but they, they we had our hands full both games um they play really fast and, and you know they got the use kid and they got some really good history they got these kids that have all kinds of skill and they're looking for us to play a loose game and um we got to make sure we play our way and uh if not we could be chasing the game here again tonight. It's uh, it's going to be a challenge, and same with Buffalo. I mean, they're rolling now too a little bit. Where um, they're a young team that's trying to prove themselves. They're trying to prove to their 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 coaches, their management that that they deserve to play. And they playing really loose with nothing. We saw a little bit of that last time in Chicago. With nothing to lose. Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette with some thoughts on today and tomorrow's matchup. Well, folks, we're going to step aside. We'll come back in just a moment. Craig Manervini from Bally Sports Florida is going to take some time out for us. Panthers fans, time to rep the shield. Join the territory. Become a member now. Territory memberships for next season, they're on sale. Special benefits include pre-sale access to the 2023 NHL All-Star Weekend, priority access to playoff tickets, and much more. Go to floridapanthers.com slash members or call 954 835 five puck to become a territory member today later on in the show we'll have a cut from the most recent territory talk podcast bill Lindsay stopped by the official podcast of the panthers earlier this week but coming up next i'll be joined by bally sports florida's craig minervini that's next i'm doug plagans this is the panthers insider show right here on the florida panthers radio network Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you. Another exciting program rolling along here on the Panthers Insider Show, talking all things Florida Panthers hockey. Of course, the Atlantic Division leading Florida Panthers back on the ice today. They will be in New Jersey taking on the Devils. We'll have it all for you across the radio network beginning at 12.30 this afternoon. Noon Panthers preview across the radio network. Tomorrow at 1, the Panthers will be back on the road against the Buffalo Sabres. 1230 Panthers preview and the Panthers return home coming up on Tuesday night a big matchup against the Toronto Maple Leafs seven o'clock at FLA Live Arena Tuesday night and then Friday against Buffalo at seven o'clock Panthers will be home as well FloridaPanthers.com Ticketmaster.com 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets and Panthers fans time to rep the shield join the territory become a member now territory memberships for next season they're on sale special benefits include pre-sale access to the 2023 NHL All-Star Weekend priority access to playoff tickets and much more go to floridapanthers.com slash members or call 954-835-PUCK to become a territory member today well joining us here today on the program special guest coming your way from bally sports florida's panthers and miami marlins coverage stopping by we've got my friend and yours craig minervini here on the show craig how are you thanks for being here and i know the news is still fresh you've been around the panthers for a long time the big splash that Bill Zito made at the tread, trade deadline. Your thoughts on the big acquisitions that came in. Uh, Doug, first of all, yeah, great great to be on the show. I, I was actually at the original draft in Quebec City uh, when the Panthers were became the Panthers. I, I was there when uh, they named the team. So it, it, for me, this is incredibly exciting. 
Panther fans, the young fans who, who did not get a chance to experience what happened here uh, 25 some odd years ago when they went to the Stanley Cup final. New generations. The old generation remembers that. The important thing is to connect with the younger fans. And they're doing that to, to a tremendous degree this year. The home games have been exciting. The pickups, look, it's just what you want. And you don't mind when you're a fan of a team to trade a draft pick or two down the road. I'm tired of down the road, Doug. I want now, please. And the Panthers are doing it now. They've added pieces. Uh, they're exciting. You, you, good luck finding a hole in this team. Uh, but having said all that, it's not going to be easy just because you have a darn good club on paper and on the ice. Because the, this year, the, every team could be over 100 points. That is not out of the question that makes the playoffs. Craig Minervini, Craig Minervini, our guest here from Bally Sports, Florida. And Craig, a couple things going off of what you just said. First, you talk about the race in the Eastern Conference. As far as playoff spots, it's not really a race. It is a race for positioning, though. There's been quite a divide that's formed between the top eight that are playoff bound and everybody else. But the top eight, every single one of them added a piece at the deadline because they all think they have a chance to win. It's going to be a gauntlet in the Eastern conference. Have you ever seen it like this where no, every team that's going to make the playoffs in the East is a contender. I haven't seen it. You know, the difference is, is 10 points here or there between eight and one. Uh, there's no race for eight. It's, 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 it's top eight. You know, there's no, no six through 12. You're one who's going to get in. It's it, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, since this format, at least, where you got eight teams in, in the Eastern Conference coming in, so uh, you you pick your poison on on the on the game. Yeah, maybe a team doesn't want to play the Panthers, but you want to play the Bruins, the Capitals. You could wind up with anybody. Really, it looks like to me the one thing does look like is that Washington is going to be the wild card, uh, one of the two. It does they, they got a good six eight point gap that could change. Uh, Rangers, Penguins, somebody could fall, but most likely Washington is going to be seven or eight. The, the question though is going to be is it going to be Boston? Toronto, maybe Tampa in that seventh spot. The Panthers would have to, they have a six, seven point lead. Uh, so they would have to go, you know, really not finish very strongly to finish out of the top three. So it's, it's going to be very exciting, but I know Doug, I've never seen anything like it in the, in the Eastern conference this year. And that's why that first round is going to be probably three or four good teams that will not be moving out of the second round. Yeah, and that's the format the way it is now. And we talked about it on Territory Talk with Billy Lindsay this week, but hard to believe that once upon a time, 16 out of 21 made the playoffs in this league. Now it's yeah. 16 out of 32, and everybody that gets in is good. And you're going to have uh, good teams going down in round one no matter what. We used to say that the Panthers needed to get in first in the Atlantic so that they could avoid playing Tampa Bay. Well, the way Boston's surging now, Tampa Bay could end up being <laughs> the wild card. So we'll see that's how things right. play out. It's, it's going to be really unpredictable. It's going to be really exciting to see how things uh, – go down the stretch here and in mentioning that Craig you've been around the sports scene down here for so long what did that mean last spring when the Panthers and the Lightning finally met in a playoff series and how much would it mean again to have that matchup because now that everybody's seen it you get the vibe that everybody wants to see it again and there's a lot of people that think that could be the Stanley Cup final when those two teams play. absolutely I think you can make an argument for a couple of matchups in the East could be a Stanley Cup final uh, I hope they don't see him if they do until the second round. I'd like to see even a little more juice at stake with a spot in the Eastern final. That could happen very well. If the Panthers, for example, finish where they are right now uh, in terms of coming into the, uh, the matchups this weekend and the Bruins wind up being that wild card team or Washington, uh, it would be a second round matchup should both teams win. But for hockey in Florida, look, the Tampa area, Doug, as you know, my kid has played 
on the youth and, and junior level around the state in college as much as you possibly could. I've been in every hockey town. And you'll notice the youth hockey has really advanced in Tampa St. Pete. It's also much better here than it was even a decade ago. But you see rinks. There's a rink over there in Wesley Chapel that has five sheets of ice. Uh, think about that in Florida. Uh, that's the impact that Tampa Bay has made on that market for the sport, not only at the NHL level, but the high school level, the youth level. University of Tampa was the number one seed in, in the D3 college, and I think D2, uh, not NCAA, but they call it ACHA. Yep. There's a couple of uh, rankings. But this year, uh, they didn't win, but that's that's the impact. So I think the Panthers getting better. You're seeing youth hockey improve down here. Young players, hey, look, if you're going to play hockey as a young kid, you're going to be a fan of the Panthers. And when they're good – you're really going to be a fan. Now you're increasing your population, not only with the hockey fan, Doug, but I think the key for the Panthers is the sports fan. The sports fan who maybe hasn't paid attention close enough and, and maybe didn't have a lot of reason to 10 years ago. The team hadn't won a playoff series forever. And now last few years, they've been in excitement. They won the division a few years back, tough series against the Islanders. The Devils, you go back, say they should have probably won that series, had a 3-2 lead and lost in seven. And now this year they come in as a favorite. Uh, so it, it, nothing but great for for the sport that you and I both love, grew up with in ice hockey and, and Florida. It's a natural right now. And, you know, you can just hope that uh, they have a good playoff run. Craig Minervini, Valley Sports Florida, our guest here on the Panthers Insider Show, talking about the week that was going to help us get set up for a busy weekend and a couple of more home games coming up this week. Craig, you were on both of the games this week. The Panthers had that brief two-game homestand. They took care of business against two teams that, well, when you're in the Panthers' position in the standings, two games that you just have to have, plain and simple. 7-4, a game against Montreal, maybe got a little more interesting than people would have liked back on Tuesday night, but they had a big third and won the game. And then a 4 nothing shutout of Chicago. Chicago on Thursday. What'd you take away from those two games? What'd you like the most? I really liked the way they responded on the game Thursday because the Blackhawks came off a, a, a terrible game where they, they blew a lead against Buffalo, lost it late in regulation. And then, you know, so, you know, they were coming out Taves 1000 game, you, you know, you know, they were coming out and they did, they, they played a good game last night. Their goalie played very well, Delia, uh, I should say Thursday night. And, uh, and certainly Bobrovsky was outstanding and he had to be. Uh, at one point, it could have been two nothing Hawks, and the game could have mm -hmm. changed. He makes a big save. Panthers come back, uh, or one nothing actually, and, and made it uh, a two nothing game, and so on. But I do think that the defensive effort. Uh, if you're going to pick one of the two, and you like both from an excitement standpoint, you, you're going to rely more on the Thursday type game, the playoffs, than you will on the run and gun Tuesday. You would think, uh, because you don't expect to win six five type hockey in the playoffs. You don't expect the game to be you know wild west out there. Uh, but I would say this, the Panthers M.O. is, and somebody mentioned this the other day, I think it was Mike Johnson mentioned, that forget sloppy, they like chaotic, chaotic hockey. And our chaotic I heard the beats, same thing. Did you hear that? I thought it was really interesting, Doug, that, you know, he said basically our chaos beats your chaos. Uh, and he's not talking about the Maxwell Smart Series from the, from the 60s. That's a different chaos. Spelled We're not going to call 99. We are not calling 99. <laughs> Absolutely not. But the Panthers will not fail. Uh <laughs> But, uh, you know, it is interesting the way the Panthers play going up and down the ice. It's certainly exciting. I'm interested to see what happens in the playoffs when things seem to tighten up. Uh, is the game going to be like that? Or is it going to be sort of old-fashioned tight hockey? They've got more grit, Doug, with, with, the, with the impact of Sherratt, uh, with Haig now in there, with Marchment. They've got some guys who, who, can, who can throw their body around. Giroux is a, is a competitor. He may not be the biggest guy. He's a competitor. 
uh, obviously Lomberg and uh, Lowstreet and all those. They've got some grit now where I think they can play either any way. It'd be interesting, though. We saw Calgary, you know, hit them hard. Um, some of the teams in Nashville. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what the style is of the other team uh, to slow up the Panthers come playoff time. Yeah, I know it's going to be a game that a lot of folks have eyes uh, on come Tuesday night at 7 o'clock at FLA Live Arena when the Panthers return home to take on the Leafs, who the Panthers just saw for the first time in Toronto, got the better of them that particular night in Toronto. So kind of a revenge game coming up and a measuring stick. Uh, as the Panthers go down the stretch, they are going to see Toronto two more times. So Tuesday, 7 o'clock, FLA Live Arena. You won't want to miss that. Craig, I want to take it off the ice here for a moment. I know a lot of folks out there like the pro wrestling. You have a background in pro wrestling going back to the late 80s, very early on in your career. Yes. And, of course, this is WrestleMania weekend, so we got a little bit of a tie-in here this weekend. Craig, I got to tell you, you've had a chance in your career to talk to a lot of really interesting people, but I got to think – whether it's Andre the Giant or somebody else, some of the folks that you had a chance to chat with and get to know in your time around world wrestling, the then WWF, uh, now WWE back in the late 80s, I got to think those are some of the most unforgettable times that you've had and some of the most interesting people you've encountered. I was spoiled, Doug, because uh, those guys always did interviews and they they brought it where sometimes uh, the media can be a pain in the butt uh, for players who just want to focus on one game at a time and uh, you know, chip the puck in and get it deep and uh, see what we can do, put some traffic in front of the net, or, you know, just, hey, take it. Look, the pitcher is – it's all about the pitcher's – you know what I'm saying. Uh, you they know, were players, cutting promos. <laughs> players are, are – are, you understand. Athletes, you know, sometimes the media can be an intrusion. Uh, most of our guys, we're very fortunate. Hockey guys yep. are great. And even the baseball guys we've had to deal with down here from the Lowell's and the Beckett's in, in past – uh, to guys like Miggy Rojas right now. And, uh, you know, Brinson, really nice. I know he's not a Marlin. So we have had a good batch. But wrestlers are paid to perform. They're, they're showmen. And that's part of the shtick. And when you're doing an interview, you really could be the straight man of straight men because you don't have to bring much to, to get these guys going. Now, Andre the Giant, I once interviewed him. It was, in, it was at the Spectrum where the Flyers used to play. We had a wrestling show. And I would, every once a month, I would do the color on the wrestling show on prison because um, the, the regular guy who did the play by play was not a WWF guy. He was a local guy and he didn't know the storyline. So I would fill in the storylines and then do the interviews. So I'm doing an interview live with Andre the giant to the house crowd. It was and the local television in Philly. And he had a way of pausing. First of all, your arm is stretched out as high as possible. You feel like you're interviewing the statue of Liberty, you know, am I reaching her? And, uh, <laughs> So, so I thought he was done talking. I took the mic and I had it with my right hand. So I took the mic away and he said, I, and he pulled my hand. I am with his left hand. I'm not finished talking yet. And with his <laughs> right elbow, and nothing was, I didn't know, he elbowed me right in the gut and, and pretty good too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so after I recovered and I uh, was seen by the look, no, I wasn't seen by anybody, but it was, you know, a beginning, it was like, you know, I, I literally lost some air. And then I was like, okay, this show was kind of funny, uh, but hopefully it won't do that again. Uh, but yes, he was an interesting man. Can't believe how big he was. He put his hand in front of my face. He would cover my head to my neck with one hand. I had never seen anybody larger. 
Yeah, you were around some true larger-than-life personalities in every sense of the word uh, back during that era. And I know, like I said, that's got to be some of those memories that uh, that you have back then have to be some of the just most unforgettable things that you've encountered in uh, in your career. Uh, Craig, mm-hmm. right up uh, up against it here uh, as we cruise along. We're heading down the stretch of a Panthers season. One more Panthers thought. Uh, I guess uh, the thing we'll end with, Andrew Burnett switched up some of the groupings the other day. You like the idea of doing a little bit of experimentation here at this point in the year because obviously you don't want to do that come playoff time i do i like i like the thought of it i don't think it's going to last i really don't i think he's going to settle back in yep. where he was probably but you never know you get a guy goes down hey we saw him earlier in the year it, why not it's litmus test it's experiment it's it's playing with house money let's get a look we get some different combinations guys get a little used to each other and if i have to make a switch down the stretch or in the playoffs or in game four because somebody went down i could do it easier and you know what you have. Craig Minervini, Valley Sports, Florida. My friend and yours stopping by here. Craig, thanks very much for your time, and thanks for joining us here on the Panthers Insider Show. Absolutely. Thanks, Doug. Craig Minervini, our guest here. We'll step aside. We'll come back, and we'll have a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. Billy Lindsay, my broadcast partner on the Panthers Radio Network, kind enough to stop by. We'll revisit that conversation. Coming up straight ahead, Panthers and the Devils this afternoon at 1230. You don't want to miss that one coming up across the Panthers Radio Network. Doug Plagans here with you. Stay tuned for more of the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you. The Panthers getting set to take on the New Jersey Devils today, 12.30 p.m. Eastern across the Panthers radio network. We're on the air with Panthers Preview at noon, so be sure to join us for that one. Panthers and the New Jersey Devils today, tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern. Panthers will be on the road against the Buffalo Sabres. We're on the air at 12.30 with Panthers Preview. Then the Panthers are back home 7 o'clock on Tuesday night against the Toronto Maple Leafs, 954 3 5 Puck, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. Panthers fans, it's not too early to start planning for the 2023 NHL All-Star Game here in South Florida. Come see some of the biggest stars across the league showcase their skills and enjoy some South Florida sun. Pre-sale access is available to territory members. For more information, go to FloridaPanthers.com slash members. Well, every week you can check out new episodes of the Territory Talk podcast at FloridaPanthers.com slash territory. Talk This week, Billy Lindsay, my broadcast partner on the Panthers radio network, was kind enough to stop by. We talked all things Panthers, including how this team should approach the rest of the campaign as they gear up for a playoff push. Here's Billy Lindsay joining us on Territory Talk this week as we revisit that conversation. As far as the Panthers at this point in the year, what are the keys for this team now? Because they've accomplished a lot. They know they're going to the playoffs What's the key to not only keeping the foot on the gas, but making sure everything's where it needs to be come playoff time? Just the habits. It's got to be consistent as far as the work ethic. And you put all this work into the air. Don't let it slide. It's such a talented team. And part of it's getting these new guys integrated into the system. Claude Drew, Bench Rod, Hag, all these guys that you got at the trade deadline. It's important that uh, you get them involved and up to speed as quickly as possible. There's new systems in place for all these guys. They got to learn it. And getting Giroux involved in that power play, the power play with Giroux, they're starting to try and figure that out. You want to get that figured out before the playoffs. And when you get out there and you do have practices for 15, 20 minutes, it has to be high tempo and pace. And for this Panther team, they got to make sure they concentrate on the defensive side of the puck. We saw it get away 
from them a little bit in the Montreal game where Montreal was able to score three goals late in the second period. Those That kind of stuff can cost you in the playoffs. If you have a mental lapse for five minutes mm-hmm. in the playoffs, you could end up losing a game. It didn't happen against the Canadians, but that's the kind of stuff that for the Panthers, they want to concentrate on 60 minutes of good hockey and tempo and pace. And there's not many teams around the NHL that can keep up with this team when they're playing full tilt for 60 minutes. It's just not possible. They have too many weapons at their disposal. Bill Lindsay, our guest here on Territory Talk. And Billy, looking back, haven't had a chance to have you here on Territory Talk since the big deals were made leading yeah. up to the trade deadline. So wanted to get your thoughts. I know everybody's excited. Bill Zito's drawn praise from around the hockey world for the moves that were made. He got the biggest fish as far as available forwards were concerned in Claude Giroux and landed the biggest prize in terms of Ben Sherrod as far as defensemen mm-hmm. were concerned. Got Robert Haig because you can never have too many defensemen when you're gearing up for a playoff run. Uh, overall, how excited were you to see what Bill Zito went out and did at the deadline? It, it was huge. If you're in the locker room and you get players like this, you're so excited because the chance to win a Stanley Cup is so rare. And you got such a good team and and you make it better. You bring in Claude Giroux, you bring in Sherratt, and you bring in Hag, and you're in the dressing room. If I'm a player in that room and you're just kind of, wow, we went out, we, we're going for it. And it does put some extra pressure on your group as a team, knowing that you went out and you made this big splash and you're trying to, to get over that. But it's welcomed pressure so I was extremely excited the Panthers were deficient in the face-off circle it's one area they needed improvement on even if they didn't get Claude Giroux they could maybe make a trade for just a face-off guy but Claude Giroux is one of the best in the the face-off circle he kills penalties he plays on the power play so to get someone like that and there was a hole on that second line that was needing filling. We had all kinds of different players rotating in there. We mm-hmm. had Vitrano, we had Tippett, we had Mammon. It was just a revolving door. Now you get Claude Giroux, it's solidified in your top six for exactly that you want. And now you actually have so much flexibility with your lineup, with Andrew Burnett and the coaching staff, with what you want to do. If there are some bumps and you want to change some lines, all these guys can play different positions. They can play up and down the lineup. So the flexibility and the internal competition for ice time is through the roof, and that's why you should see this team be competitive, extremely competitive every night because they they, they want the ice time uh, just to get out there. So the big splash at the deadline, and they filled the holes that they wanted to fill, and now it's it's all about putting that pedal to the metal and answering the bell when it matters most in the playoffs. And, Billy, you mentioned with Clojureau the face-off prowess that he has, and I know what jumps off the page for a lot of people. I mean, his first two games as a Panther, he picked up back-to-back two-assist performances. And in his career, before he joined the Panthers, had 900 points in 1,000 games. So it's the points that kind of jump out at you. But the fact that he plays all situations, he can play the penalty kill. And the other thing, if all he does, if he doesn't get any points, which isn't going to happen, but if he doesn't get any points, but he continues to be a 60% face-off guy, the impact he can make in a playoff race and in a series is astronomical. And just yeah. you touched on that a little bit there, but what that can mean to a team getting into a series when you have the ability to – it doesn't all have to be on Alexander Barkov's shoulders if you get into a, a situation late in the game where you need a draw. Yeah, it's critical. You go back to the Ottawa game. That's a game you don't win without Claude Drew because you have Barkov. He's a left-handed centerman. Drew's a right-handed centerman. 
So you can have them both on their strong sides mm -hmm. when you want them to take draws, which that's the one thing that maybe gets overshadowed, that they're opposite hands. So you can have Barkov on his strong side and you can have Giroux on his strong side. And that's, that's very important too on the defensive side of the puck. If you ice the puck late in the game and you have Barkov and Giroux on the ice and the, the other team gets to choose which side they want the faceoff on, well, it doesn't matter for the Panthers if you got Barkov and Drew out there mm -hmm. because you can put it on either side and they'll be on their strong side. Yep. So those little things are critical. And you, if you look around and you watch the highlights of the NHL, and if there's a 10-game a slate, I guarantee if you go through that 10-game slate, you'll see at least one goal every game that's a direct result of a face-off win. And it just happens every night in every single game. So that's an extra added element that you're able to bring. And you're also able to run design plays off face-offs. A lot of teams have design plays in the offensive end. So having a guy like Giroux that's in that lineup that can win face-offs, you are going to need those when it matters most in the playoffs. The best form of defense is having the puck. Yeah. If you have the puck, the other team can't do anything with the puck. So uh, win and draw is one key way to get control of the puck. Billy Lindsay, our guest here, and – well, uh, hard to believe we're already about to turn the page into the month of April. We're heading into the final month of the regular season here. Uh, but, Billy, looking back, some of the individual performances that we've mm -hmm. seen guys put together this year, I mean, there are career years happening across the board for members of the Panthers. And you might look at Jonathan Huberdeau first. He might be the one that stands <laughs> out first. He's, uh, you know, already surpassed the 90-point plateau. But, you know, there's guys. Sam Bennett's got a career high mm -hmm. in goals. Uh, you know, Mason Marchment uh, having a, a breakout season. Yeah. You go right down the list. So many guys are enjoying big seasons. But you get the sense, too, it, it seems like no matter who scores in this Panthers team, everybody is so excited every single time for whoever that guy is that scored. Can you tell there's just a healthy, a healthy chemistry in that regard? Everybody's rooting for each other. Yeah, they are. That's what you see on the ice is the product off the ice, the chemistry this team's been able to develop in, in the locker room. You have to have a strong locker room, the guys that get along that want to play for each other and don't want to let each other down and that just want to go into that battle with you and have that guy beside you and you're rooting for everyone and everyone you really realize in this league if you have success as a team it's amazing what it does for your personal career so that's why everyone is when you see everyone scoring goals and everyone happy and excited I can tell you firsthand even just from going to a Stanley Cup but if you actually win a Stanley Cup I you're I, I almost guarantee you if you if you're on a Stanley Cup championship I guarantee you another five years in the league, no matter who you are on that team. If you win a Stanley Cup, you you got another five years. You look at players like Lomberg, Marchment, all these guys, if they are part of a Stanley Cup winning team, everybody wants you, and everybody's going to want to sign you to a contract. Once you get labeled a winner in this league, that, that, that label sticks forever, and it's one of the greatest labels that you can have. And so that's what this group is trying to develop. And that's why it's uh, the opportunity that they have before them that they want to seize this opportunity and down here in South Florida and the buzz. And they're just having fun doing it. But I, if they get over and they start to – they, we haven't won a playoff series since 96, and that's been a sore spot, and that has to go away. But I, I know what it mean, feels like to win playoff series. And those guys in that dressing room, Patrick Hornquist that have won Stanley Cups – and that have gone through it. Carter Verhage's won a Stanley Cup. 
Those guys know how special it is, mm-hmm. and they're able to impart that. The feeling and the adrenaline rush that you get going through your veins when you start winning games in the playoffs and you start winning playoff series and you're able to advance maybe a round, get on to the next round, and the whole world starts watching, not just South Florida. You're, you, you're talking about all of North America starts paying attention to every game, and there's, there's nothing like it. It's the spotlight. So that's what this team's trying to get to and trying to achieve, and that's why it's so important to be on point here down the stretch and make sure you're playing your best hockey once that playoff comes because once those playoffs comes, there's, there's no better. There's the regular season, then there's the real season, and the real season's the playoffs, and they're trending and doing everything they can to try and hold that trophy. Billy Lindsay, very well said there, and I want to get to something going off of what you just said, but when you were mentioning the job security that a deep playoff run can mean for a guy, I don't know why the first thing that popped into my mind is the scene in Slapshot when Joe McGrath came into the room and said there are scouts out there and they've got contracts, contracts in, in their, their hands. Fine. Yeah, it's so true though. It's 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 true. I just look at look at look at Mar- look at Maroon. You yeah. know, guy down there that everyone wants him on his team. Yeah, he won a, won a Stanley Cup in St. Louis. All of a sudden, Tampa Bay, everybody wants – everyone says, oh, we got to go out and get a Patrick Maroon on our team. We need a guy like that. Everyone needs a guy like that, yeah. So the scouts, they do hand out they do hand out contracts. It's it's If you win, and that's what everyone wants, and that's uh, – the, the, the regular season is, is part of the success. But as you say, where, where do you what, – what do you remember over the course of history? about hockey how many great regular seasons do you remember some yes you can pay attention there are you a can lot dig of playoff the, games you can point but to. there's a lot yep. of playoff games and a lot of playoff specific moments that one goal like my goal or was something that stood out that stood with me for a long time you can go down mario lemieux when he dances someone you remember darren mccarty in detroit yep. uh, Brad May with the you can go Mayday. down. Yeah, Mayday. You just go down. That's those are historical moments. That is when history's made, and that's when the everyone's watching. That's why I want this team to experience it. I want the fans that have so desperately wanted it down here for such a long time and craved it, and this group that's worked so hard throughout the course of this season to get where they are. I just really, boy, to see them have playoff success would would mean the world to me and to see this franchise get close i can't i can't i don't even want to let my mind wander there uh to what it would feel like to win a stanley cup because it's moment. a step-by-step yeah, approach it's and... a step-by-step process but boy it's tempting to let your mind wander there as a broadcaster but the players they have to stay make sure they stay engrossed in the moment and as they said we we can get a little ahead of ourselves that as a player you have to definitely take it day by day step by step and that's that's how you get to a cup and in mentioning the day-by-day approach you talked about this on our broadcast recently, and even though the Panthers have multiple games coming up against the Toronto Maple Leafs between now and the end of the season, strength of schedule-wise, the Panthers yeah. have a pretty favorable schedule in terms of matchups the rest of the way. At the same time, you can't overlook those, and as you pointed to, that's all the more reason that it's got to be taken day by day because you don't want to get ahead of yourselves you don't want to go up against a you don't want to undermine any opponent and think that anything's going to be a a, an easy day at the office so when you go up against a team that might be out of those can be the wackiest games sometimes when you're playing a team late in the year and that team's out of it with nothing to play for because there's always something to play for the old nothing to play for that's not true there's (laughs) always something to play for for somebody but in that moment 
how do you how do you get yourself up? What do you have to do to gear yourself up for a game where you know you are a team that has bigger aspirations, but you still got to take care of business on a night to night basis? Yeah, just important because you got all these milestones that you're going to hit as players, and everyone's having those career years. You want to continue to add on and stay intact with that. And the strength of schedule uh, down the road, you 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 want to be cautious with it because there's a couple of tough games in there, but the majority you're the better team and all of a sudden the playoffs are going to hit. So you want to make sure that you're laser focused in those games, no matter who your opponent is, that you have a playoff mind and a playoff mentality throughout that whole, that whole thing when you're trying, trying to go. So it's uh, the games, the Panthers do have a lighter schedule, but it's all about just trying, trying to go on that arc and that trajectory of still improving and getting better. Uh, what, what can we do better in this game? What, what we can do in the games uh, to make sure that uh, it's just all about just, yeah, complete, complete game. The, there are some areas like the power play. You want to just make sure that's getting better towards the playoffs and everyone's just and health too is, I know that's, that's kind of out of their hands, but you're hopefully, get Ekblad back towards the playoffs and you have a pretty healthy group once you get into the playoffs. That's one thing maybe with an easier schedule here down the road if you do want to rest some players mm -hmm. at some point at certain times that maybe late, late in the schedule if you have the division in hand that you maybe get a chance to rest some players that maybe another team wouldn't have the opportunity. And that's 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 if you can win that division the division title too is is the goal yeah it's important so you got to keep that in focus so that's the main goal that you want to keep in hand even with the easy schedule is that we want that division title yeah it's going to be important and we used to say you wanted to win the division because you wanted to avoid tampa and toronto in round one well the boston bruins have surged in and yeah. this is not going to be a walk in the park on the atlantic side <laughs> uh, as far as uh, you know as far as what a potential matchup could look like or uh, if the panthers are fortunate enough to win the division is it going to be a team like maybe the Washington Capitals in that first round? Yeah. I, I guess the big thing, and Billy, I don't know if you've ever seen a year like this, but I can't remember a season where you've pretty much known who the top eight teams are going to be. We knew a month ago. You looked at the standings, and it, the separation had taken place. Yeah, You know, Columbus, they threatened for a little bit. Detroit kept it close for a little bit. But but the top eight teams are pretty well set. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of how they finish. Well, you, go, you went into the game before the Montreal game. The Panthers had 94 points before the Montreal game, and Washington had 84 points you had a 10 point separation 10 point that's five games five mm -hmm. wins yep. between the worst team and the best team i guarantee you all eight teams in the eastern conference believe they have a chance to win the stanley cup that's what i was gonna that's, say I, there's, there's nobody's gonna be happy just being there no there's not one team out there that thinks they don't have a chance the washington capitals ovechkin tampa bay I mean, you go down the list every one of those single teams believe if they get hot at the right time that they can win a stanley cup so that's why this eastern conference and the way that it's stacked up with all these teams the panthers do have an incredible roster but it's gonna it's gonna take one heck of an effort uh, once they get there and it's you know it's interesting because in hockey, people look at it and say, oh, it's, you know, we've seen eight seeds knock off one seeds and things like that. Well, in the NHL, there was once upon a time where 16 out of 21 in the league made the playoffs. Yeah. And there were some teams that would get in and they would get bulldozed in the first <laughs> round. But now everybody who gets in 
16 out of 32. Yeah. Everybody who gets in is good. Yes. Especially in the East. Uh, the East is much different than the West. Yep. You're looking over at the West there, and they got they, they, they still got six, seven teams battling it out for the wild card spot. Well, the East, yeah. they're just battling for positions uh, into the playoffs. And uh, that's it. And every, every, every team in this East that's going to be in the playoff has legit star power. Every single one of those teams, you want you go you go down every list, every roster. There is it's it's heavyweight. There's heavyweight star power everywhere you go. It's crazy to look at the rosters, and the Panthers have a bunch of star power too. But uh, that's why that's why to me getting the the added depth in Giroux and Sherrod, there you cannot have too much depth this year you going can. into the playoffs. And you go up and down the list, and not only can I not remember a season where every team in the conference felt like they had a shot to win it, but Every team in the conference that's going to be in that playoff mix, they all added. They all went out and made mm-hmm. some kind of move at the deadline because every one of these teams knows that they've got a shot to do something. Yeah, uh, It's it's going to be a gauntlet on the Eastern Conference side, and I know uh, we can't wait to see how things play out. Billy Lindsay, thanks once again for stopping by here on Territory Talk. Always great to chat yeah. with you. Always great to catch up with you and, and pick your brain because I know this is uh, the most wonderful time of the year as far as you are concerned to be oh. right in the thick of a playoff race. Yeah, it doesn't get any better and it's good back-to-back seasons and what we had and build on it this year. And you've got done this ter- Territory Talk. You've done a wonderful job with it. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. And our pal, Jameson, so, all of you. Yeah, uh, Jameson, all of you. You guys have uh, really, uh, I've listened to a bunch of it, and you've been able to grow it quite widely. So kudos to you, and I'm, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thanks. Huge thanks, Billy Lindsay, for stopping by on this week's edition of the Territory Talk podcast. That's about all the time we have here for this episode today of the Panthers Insiders Show. We thank you very much for being on board with us. We're on the air this afternoon, Panthers and the New Jersey Devils, 1230 in the afternoon face-off. Panthers in Newark taking on the Devils at Prudential Center. We're on the air with Panthers preview at noon. Tomorrow, the Panthers and the Buffalo Sabres as they continue their two-game road trip. The Panthers and Buffalo at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. Tuesday night, Panthers back home against Toronto, 954-835-PockFloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. This has been the Panthers Insider Show. Folks, thanks very much for stopping by. You are listening to the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.